This is JFM Podcast. It's three days to the main day. That's a road election on the plateau that we'll see who represents the plateau north senatorial zone in the Senate and who will be representing just North Bassa at the House of Representatives. Well, it's been over two months since the sack of uh, the PDP, uh, those who were declared winners, especially from the People's Democratic Party, that's Senator Mwadkon uh, Davo Fett, and of course uh, uh, Aga Musa Avia, both were sacked by the uh, Court of Appeal on the same day, uh, you know, in Abuja. Well, today being a day like uh, the 31st day of January th- uh, 2024, before now we've been seeing so many reports uh, you know, on social media and of course uh, on some newspapers saying that the court seems uh, the, 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 the federal high court as bad or stopped uh, you know the pdp from participating in this after the court of appeal in its judgment said all political parties uh you know are to be included in this very election well we'll be having a discussion today with uh you know two great personalities in the studio but before then i am richard badungan with me in the studio as usual I am Naomi Karim and welcome to the last segment of the Morning J on J11.9 FM. Let's talk is this segment and like Richard rightly said, the rerun elections to be conducted by the Independent National Electoral Commission would be taking place on Saturday, which is the third day of February 2024. Well, um, this election is going to be taking place in 26 states of the country and the winners of this rerun election will be replacing um members who are either diseased or um stepped out of office and coming home this is not the first time a rerun or by election will be conducted in plateau state and the court has ordered that the rerun of the February 25th and March 11th election that brought the victory of Simon Marcon for the seat of Senate and Musa Aga for the House of Representatives be done in that is this Saturday. Well, the elections will hold in Plateau North Senatorial Zone, which consists of six local governments, which include um, Birkin Ladi, Bassa, Just North, Just East, Just South, and Riom local governments. And for the House of Reps, Just North, Bassa. Um, local governments uh to kickstart this conversation we have with us in the studio this morning um barista mense good morning thank you for joining us thank you for having me all right and we also have prince valentine adese good morning and thank you for joining us on the program thanks for having me all right before uh, we actually get into the program proper with our guest in the studio, the Independent National Electoral Commission chairman visiting the chief of air staff yesterday in Abuja made some concerns about, uh, you know, those who were participating in the elections and he stated it clearly that those who were sacked will not be a part of the rerun. Well, uh, talking about those who were sacked and of course uh, the appeal court saying all political parties then without exempting anyone, I think we're having contradicting matters 
here at the same time. I think this is what we will be clashing. Uh, who shall be solving here or the issue we'll be talking about majorly in the studio. But before then, let's hear from the INEC chairman and what some of the things he had to say, you know, when he visited the Nigerian Air Force. The elections will fill vacancies in three senatorial districts. 17 federal and 28 state constituencies spread across 80 local government areas, 575 registration areas or wards, and 8,934 polling units. Given the size and distance of some constituencies, we seek the support of the Nigerian Air Force to expeditiously deliver materials to three locations in the northeast, southeast, and the southwest geopolitical zones of the country. Well, that was Mahmoud Yakubu, who is the INEC chairman in our very own nation. Well, let's begin the conversation this morning with uh, Valentine Adese, uh, the well-known journalist on the platform and beyond, who has actually been, uh, you know, following the issues majorly in the courts about uh, Plateau politics. Well, we've seen stories, uh, you know, on social media, the new media, especially that's, uh, you know, those ones that go on social media spaces. Now, talking about the new media, you know, circulating some particular stories. Just on Monday, we began to saw stories of a, a political party will not be participating in this very rerun. Uh, a federal high court, uh, you know, actually uh, rejected an order of mandamus and so on. I saw one of the stories in your name and that was why I had to, you know, place that call yesterday night saying I met, I saw a story like this. And I want you, you know, from your own understanding, you know, to actually make things clearer in our picture what exactly uh do they really mean by saying uh the, because what we've been saying is like a copy from what you've said on social media so can you please put us through first okay i think uh, you raised several issues uh, let me just uh, address some of them yes slightly um i think uh, INEC is keeping a huge information in this chest uh, you recall that uh, just recently they had a press conference with uh, journalists and uh, they, uh, they, they quoted that uh, he has said the PDP is going to be in the ballot. But in less than a few hours, he came out with a rebuttal, you know, debunking uh, that, that uh, statement made on social media that he said the PDP is going to be, that he said he never mentioned anyone. And then if you look at the footage of that uh, press briefing, you actually see that uh, he never mentioned uh, any political party. He was rather saying, with the assumption of the judgment of the Court of Appeal that uh, all parties should, uh, you know, should, be, should participate. He is also intending that he's waiting for his national uh, office to actually give him the right directive. But as he was speaking at that particular time, there was no directive. Secondly, you recall on the 17th of January, the same uh, national body, you know, wrote, especially the, the media educational department of the INEC, also came up with their own press release and uh, when they briefed the press they also said uh, that new and uh, uh, disqualified uh, candidates you know uh, will not partake in the rerun not in the bad okay let me ask this question we are they disqualified from the judgment of the court of appeal we are there any disqualified candidates that is the essence of the, uh, the judgment what we that's why they appealed but the, but the court of appeal will draw anyone's certificate of return because for you to be sacked officially and for us to know you're no longer there, of course, the certificate has to be withdrawn. That is why they withdrew the certificates. And that's why somebody else, two of them, have also been sworn in the National Assembly. 
right so uh, there's a certificate of return so or, uh, what, 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 uh, let me land on that your, okay uh, question uh, the issue here is that for now there are too many speculations um, one of the speculations you know that is hitting the street is that if actually the pdp is uh, uh, actually in the ballot, which they, everybody believed they should be in the ballot based on the pronouncement of uh, the Court of Appeal. Uh, the issue of, that arose in the Federal High Court Abuja, you know, seeking for the uh, an order of mandamus, you know, to make INEC, you know, put them in, who not have come in. And uh, the court did not uh, do anything wrong. The court said that, um, that the way, the manner in which they came in, you know, does not follow the legal processes because... Uh, the law, the, the case itself is related to election matters and which is statutory. And because it's statutory, you know, it, it, it's, it is sui generis and so it should, just, it should follow the same structure. So, and uh, because of that, they had to kind of struck it down. Alright, uh, like we said, Madaki in the studio, once again, good morning, Barista. Thank you, Radun. All right, Barrister, uh, I think I have a quick one for you here. Yeah? Uh, we've actually heard all the speculations. I will go back to the judgment of the appeal court that says all political parties are hereby, you know, to, be, uh, to, be, uh, to participate in this very election. And from Monday, we've been getting information. Uh, it seems there is a different interpretation to, the, to what the Court of Appeal actually gave in. Uh, thank you so much for this question. And I think it's very important for people to understand that uh, INEC is not a court. Okay. INEC is an agency of the federal government. And what INEC is expected to do when there is a court order is to comply with the order. That is the law. If you check the judgment of all the sacked uh, candidates of the PDP on the plateau, the case of Dr. Simon Matt and Musa Aga came differently. Differently in the sense that till today, Dr. Simon Matkon is still in possession of a certificate of return. The court did not make an order that INEC withdraw the certificate from Dr. Simon, withdraw the certificate from Musa Aga, and then give it to another person. Or maybe keep it until after the rerun. The certificates are still with them. One. Two, in that judgment, if you check it critically, you will discover that the court was very, very explicit in the sense that the court was saying, look, um, INEC, you are hereby mandated or directed to conduct another election not later than 90 days. That was the conclusion in that judgment. And if you check the order critically, the court of appeal said, all political parties hearing shall participate in the rerun. Without exempting any political party. Without exempting. The court would have ordinarily said, look, since we have disqualified you, or since you are saying, okay, you are in disobedience to court order, fine. You have lost the right to participate in any election, as far as this is concerned. But that was not the finding of the court. That was not the pronouncement of the court. And if you check the Electoral Act, Section 136, it's very explicit. If you are disqualifying a candidate, to tell you that the judgment of the court of appeal was neither here nor there. That's the truth. It's the most confused judgment that the court of appeal dished out. Why? Because if you are disqualifying a candidate by the electoral act, you will order that the next person, the runner-up, should be the, should be issued the certificate outrightly. 
that's disqualification that the person was not qualified but then this time around you are saying this person uh, uh pdp was in disobedience to court order because of that you know they disobey court orders and all of that and then you're still coming back to say look i make your director to conduct a rerun they were even confused they say rerun slash fresh election if you check the judgment so are we going for a rerun or we are going for a fresh election that is a confusion and then after saying rerun slash fresh election you are not ordinarily the court would have said look all political parties therein shall participate excluding pdp very simple it would have saved INEC, saved everybody any kind of premonition to think that something will happen in the long uh, along the line and then if you check that judgment again you will discover that the court of appeal when there was an application for review remember after that judgment that was not the end prp went back against musa aga asking the courts to review the judgment and issue a certificate to them outrightly mm. if you check page 11 paragraph 5 of that judgment of that ruling justice samani who has now been elevated to the supreme court presided over the appeal or uh, the, the the motion for review we act, i was there i participated in the proceedings the court said look that the judgment of the courts was expressed where the court said all parties shall participate that is the intention of the court in the ruling that ruling has not been set aside it's still subsisting the judgment of the court of appeal that says all political parties here shall participate has not been set aside it's still subsisting and so these are judgments and rulings that are binding on INEC and all political parties mm. so INEC does not have any right legally to exclude any party let all the parties go and participate if you have any issue there will Afterwards. be room for tri uh, tribunal again they will go back and go uh, through another round of petition so that the court will now say look you your participation was wrong now remember this is not a rerun at the instance of INEC. Mm. Mm. It is not a rerun at the instance of PDP or yes. any political party. Party. It is a rerun at the instance of the court. court. And all that INEC needs to do is to obey all that the court said that they should go and do. Because at the end of the day, INEC would have been losing its cardinal responsibility of neutrality. Okay. If it descends into the arena and begins to say, look, since you were disqualified, you have lost the right to participate. And let me tell you something. I am challenging INEC today. Let them cite one case that came up the way it came up or came out the way, the way it came out, like the Plateau case. If you are disqualifying a candidate, that consequential order, the court does not make it. The court does not say all political parties should go and participate. But in this one, the court said all political parties shall participate. Nobody has set aside that order. It is still binding on INEC. So if INEC does not want to compromise, INEC must comply with the order of the court. Are we uh, saying are we saying the judgment now actually you know is coming in two ways because uh, a federal high court right now uh from what I can see on the particular news outlets actually I, I couldn't okay, capture Okay I think I think I, I I participated in that proceeding. Okay. okay. I'll just I'll just share more. Yes okay. please go ahead. People are are going about with a misconceived idea about what happened at the federal high court. Okay. Number 1 People are peddling. If you check the papers, they say it was dismissed. Yes. In law, there's a difference between a federal, dismissal, high court. a federal high court dismissal and striking out. Now, let me tell you what happened. It was out of the abundance of caution 
that PDP was now preempting what INEC would do. Mm. The PDP now said, look, the way INEC is, you know, they have held one or two meetings from the body language of INEC. And let me tell you, INEC was even divided. The lawyers in the INEC, the, the in-house lawyers in INEC said, look, some were saying, look, you cannot exclude PDP. Some were saying you exclude PDP. So there was this meeting, an interaction that was held between INEC and other polit and political parties, including the PDP. So from the feelers and the body language of the INEC chairman, who was actually thrown in the towel already, and then he wanted to show that, yes, PDP will not be on there. But that was when PDP legal, national legal advisor got wind of the information and said, look, these guys may take <coughs> us by surprise. They will just wait for maybe a day to election and mm. say, come and inspect the electoral materials, and then you will not see PDP on the ballot. So, the, the National Legal Advisor then said, look, okay, let's take this step. Let's try and get an order and put it in our pockets for Mandamus, compelling INEC to put PDP on the on ballot. Till today, there is no official communication from INEC to PDP that you are excluded from the, from the ballot. Mm. There is no official communication. That's one. Will it be too late if it comes out today or tomorrow? Exactly. Now, INEC, except INEC wants to cause, bring a state of anarchy or something, INEC is not even supposed to do that. Mm. INEC is supposed to comply with the court order. And let me tell you, the Federal High Court said in the Mandamus, you know, it's a prerogative writ. True. Sashurarai, Mandamus, Habeas Corpus, and all of that. Those are prerogative writs. You know, at that point, the court said, look, Mandamus, this thing is clear. The order of the court is there. I cannot sit on appeal over the court of appeal judgment. One, I don't even have jurisdiction. To say I will have to compel INEC. All the INEC needs to do is to go and comply with the court order. Hmm. And let me tell you, the refusal of INEC chairman to comply with that order may land, may land him in prison. Hmm. Content proceedings. Because it's in dis that would have now amounted to disobedience to court of appeal order hmm. in respect of the directives contained in the order. So I think for our democracy to flourish, <clears throat> we must begin to understand the text and context of all these processes. For INEC is a neutral umpire. It is supposed to comply with the orders of the court. court. Having complied with the order, whoever that is aggrieved by the court, because INEC at that time would have not been doing anything using its whims and caprices. Mm. That would have been, okay, I am following what the directive said in the order. I cannot overrule the court of appeal. INEC cannot interpret God's judgments. Cannot. It's to comply. So the rumors going around PDP will not be on the ballot, PDP will be on the ballot, cannot at this point in time, it's even premature. INEC has not called political parties to come and inspect electoral materials. materials. Nobody has cited it. Nobody has seen the ballot. So, for somebody saying, you know, and for political parties that are going to campaign using the RPDP will not be on the ballot. Now, that is not democracy. Mm -hmm. mm. What are your manifesto? What are you, what doing are you for, offering? To what the are people? you offering to the people? Tell people that this is what I'm supposed to do, or this is what I'm going to do when you elect me, and not that I will be jubilated. Ah, PDP. So at that point, you are already saying I'm scared of PDP participating. This is democracy. People will speak when mm. they go to the polls to vote. So allow people to go. So the federal high court only declined jurisdiction and said, "Look, we cannot do anything in respect of this." More so that. It's not even supposed to be by mandamus. Mm. Ordinarily, it would have been by originating summons. You go there, uh, court of appeal said this and this. Is, is this a position that's interpretation at that point? And you know, courts are obliged to enforce judgments of other courts. True. Yeah. Anytime, any day. But the courts, you know, everybody wants to play safe. Even the judge himself. Mm. That was why he said, look, I don't even want to delve into the 
nitty gritty of what the court of appeal said or what the court of appeal did not say the court only said look i am declining jurisdiction it therefore leaves you with the order as contained in the court of appeal judgment that said all political parties must participate and also the ruling that the court dismiss the application by labor party against the senator and also the application of prp against member house of reps and at the end of the day that same court of appeal find the lawyer that find the senior senior advocate that filed that application 10 million naira. Hmm. so it happened that he, he filed the two applications for prp and labor party at the end of the hmm. day he collected 20, 20. million naira against him wow. to be paid personally hmm. it tells you that INEC must Comply. Comply and put PDP on the ballot. All right. Uh, well, I believe that this is very educative, especially to the electorates who are listening to us right now. Um, well, moving away from INEC now and facing the political parties who will be participating in this election, my question is to you, Prince uh, Valentine. How ready do you think these political parties are for this rerun? Well, um, just like INEC will always tell you, there's no need to to publicize their name anymore. People know exactly the political parties that are going to actually contest the, the election. election. Uh, and um, please, even though INEC is not here, I'm a journalist. Uh, it is when somebody is not there, I speak mm. for the person. Mm -hmm. That is our profession. Yeah. Uh, INEC had actually said he cannot speak on the political parties that will be on the ballot mm. because they were matters in court. Yes. And the matters in court was the PDP that went to court with an ex parte. Mm. And you recall in that process, thank God he was there. Uh, in, in that ex parte, the, the two parties, that is the uh, Labour Party and the uh, PRP, Labour Labor Party, yes, PRP and APC, came to be joined. They came as joiners. And uh, the court actually took them in into the matter before this uh, ruling stroke judgment. Now, what, I'm, what we are seeing here is that, uh, yes, political parties have their strategies of uh, campaigning because what I see here as a journalist is that each person is going to a stronghold. Hmm. The campaign is on stronghold basis, uh, if, you, if you follow it very well. Hmm. And uh, some other ones are simply doing house-to-house -house campaign. So I want to believe that they are all on ground. And uh, it is this judgment that I think is only causing this uproar of... Uh, yeah. Where where do we fall back to? Mm. Uh, the, 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 most of the contestants believe that, oh, if PDP is not there, coolness. If this candidate is not coming in, who do we take? Yes. Remember, there's going to be what we call a protest vote, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> see it more in plateau. Mm. So they, each person is trying to see which political party at the end of the day, the candidate involved. Mm which they will pick. Okay. I think uh, it's going to be a very good uh, contest. But unfortunately, there is what is going to be a, a, a voter apathy. apathy. And it's already, already coming on strong. With all these judgments, yes. uh, the voting not counting, among other things, which we are not discussing today, uh, you find out that the number of people who will come out at the end of the day. So this is with in relation to the 2023 general election? Yes. It's, 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 there's this serious voter apathy that you, we definitely will experience. Mm. Uh, ordinarily, if you look at uh, the way the issues are going, uh, if, if actually the person they have in mind is not going to participate, yeah. then definitely what you expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, so after um, listening to the INEC chairman's um, remarks on collaborating with the Nigerian Air Force, uh, are we going to say that his collaboration is basically just on, deli on safe delivery of electoral materials or is he also 
obliging them to also safeguard the lives of the electorate in not just in Plateau but in other states where this rerun elections will be carried out? I think cardinally it should be the responsibility of the police when it comes to safeguarding people going to the police. If you begin to militarize the processes, mm -hmm. I think it will come with a lot of intimidation, a mm -hmm. lot of fear, as if we are at the battlefront for uh, trying to fight a war. In a democracy like this, the police should have the cardinal responsibility of going around to monitor all these um, exercises in the respective places where elections will take place. And of course, um, delivering these materials is very important. They should arrive in good time. People should be given... Uh, the, the platform, the opportunity to elect their leaders. And INEC is actually called upon to ensure that votes count yeah. because people have lost confidence in our electoral processes in this country and that has always caused a lot of problems for us. And uh, just to add uh, a dimension a dimension to our discussion, rerun election is a continuation of election. Hmm. People must understand this. So there is a, uh, there's a chasm that exists between rerun election and by-election. By election as a result of death, or maybe the person has said, I'm not going back again. Some people left their seats to pick ministerial appointments and all of that. In, uh, in, in respect of those elections, the processes must begin anew. Mm. You know, selling of forms and the primaries, nominating candidates and sponsoring them by political parties. But for rerun, just like in the case of Plateau State, you can't bring in a new person. It's a continuation of election. And that is why the court was very explicit to say that, look, Go back and let all political parties participate. And let me even tell you uh, one thing that is very cardinal that you must understand. The order of the court was even wrong. There has never been a time in our history where you order for rerun in the entire senatorial district. Or in, like, just like a state, you say, let there be a rerun in the whole of Plateau State. That is not a rerun again. Mm. The only ground for a rerun is when there is non-compliance. Yeah. Assuming some people have been disenfranchised, they have not been allowed to vote, that is when you ask, okay, that particular place, go and do a rerun for the people to be able to vote. Just like what happened in the, the Court of Appeal, uh, the order the Court of Appeal made in respect of Zamfara. It was in some selected local governments and polling units that people were disenfranchised. And that they say, okay, look, go and conduct election in those. That is what we call rerun. Run. Let them go and run again in those places. So, when the ground of a petition is on qualification by the new electoral act, which is our jurisprudence at the moment, is to say, look, give this person. It's th this one is totally disqualified. He has no business again. Give it to the other person. And that was when the court of appeal now realized that the first two judgments they gave were in error based on their own finding. And that was when subsequently they started dishing out the certificates to the runner-up. In the subsequent judgments. Because this was the very first judgment yes. they had. Aga and Matkom were yes, the first judgments they gave. So they were actually trying to test wrong. And so when they saw the uproar and the confusion, was you know, cursing here and there, they said, ah, why should you disqualify a candidate and say, uh, go and do rerun? You can only order rerun when there's non-compliance. But when you are disqualifying, look, you don't do that. But once, since the court has already pronounced, that is the judgment. One thing with law is, no matter how wrong the court is, it remains the judgment of the courts at that point, except if you go back again when you are still within the, you know, uh, the period the of period review or of something, review or something, or maybe there is a window for you to go and challenge that process. process. That is when you now go and say, look, the court order was actually wrong. And then with the Supreme Court judgment in Plateau, 
this is very cardinal for people to understand and for INEC to play safe. The Supreme Court has even said that the petitions on the plateau ought not to have even gone first to the tribunal and even to the appeal court. Why? Because they founded their petitions on things that ordinarily not to have even gone to the tribunal or the court of appeal. And the Supreme Court is the Supreme Court of the land. Has even lambasted the court of appeal justices saying, you had no right to do this. The judgments were wrong. The judgments were full of uh, biases and all of that sentiment and all of that. And that is to tell you, judiciary must sit up to strengthen our democracy. Judgments must be given without sentiment, without bias. Let the law remain the law. All right. Barista <coughs> Mensa, uh, you mentioned something about the Supreme Court. I was actually coming there. You know, for the lawmakers, the appeal courts is the final bus stop for them. Yes. For the executives, they go as far as the Supreme Court, which is the apex court of the land. That's yeah. what the Constitution actually dishes out. Now, many people are of the facts or opinions that the, the Court of Appeal judgment should stand for the lawmakers and what the Supreme Court decided shouldn't affect what the Court of Appeal has actually said on the lawmakers. It could affect what they have said on the executive, yeah. but the legislature is a different ballgame now. Yeah. And the, from these two sides now, are we to say that, uh, you know, the Supreme Court saying what the law Court of Appeal has done to the executive actually uh, implies to the, uh, you know, uh, legislature at the same time because a lot of people will still want to tell you that uh, you know for the sax lawmakers especially in the states if the Supreme Court have said uh, you know the PDP has structure it means these people are to go back but not uh, forgetting the fact that the Court of Appeal is the final stage for the lawmakers let me just hear from you quickly um, you see even in the judgment of the Supreme Court yes though the case before the court was that of the governor but, you know, Justice Iyang Okoro, in the course of delivering his own um, opinion, or maybe his own contribution, rather, he said, my only worry is that a lot of people have suffered this injustice perpetrated by the court below. On, and, of course, he was talking about the legislative uh, seats and all of that. Now, in the case of Adesanya versus Adego Kemotos, mm. the Supreme Court, was confronted with a challenge and the supreme court said for the fact that something like this has never come to our chambers before does not mean that when the situation arises, we will not step up and do something mm. it therefore means the law will be stagnant while the whole world will continue to revolve and that would be too bad for the law mm. for the fact that a situation so novel like this has never happened in our democracy in the past does not mean that now that it has happened, the Supreme Court or any other court can come in to safeguard the interest and integrity of the judiciary. One, it is important to know that those judgments of the Court of Appeal that sacked the lawmakers, yes. if not addressed or set aside, somebody will wake up tomorrow and cite them as precedent in another case. And he'll tell you it's as latest as 2023. Hmm. And do you know the implication? A lower court below the court of appeal will be bound by that decision. Hmm. That is the grave injustice that that decision will be doing people. So definitely there would be a window that this will be happening. In the case of Dangana and Usman, something like this transpired. Kogi Central, Senatorial District. You know, it was just National Assembly. So after that decision... 
you know, the lawyer in that matter, who eventually was even one of the lawyers for the uh, PDP here, uh, uh, Pius Akubo SAN, he appeared in that matter. He took the matter to the Supreme Court, despite the fact that it ought to have ended at the, at the Court of Appeal. The Supreme Court said, look, no problem. Bring the matter. Look at it. He said his argument in that case was the question that the Court of Appeal delved into addressing in his judgment was a question that ought to have journeyed from the Federal High Court up to the Supreme Court, that it was a pre-election question or issue that the Court of Appeal delved into. And so since the court had no powers to delve into those issues of pre-election, then the Supreme Court should entertain it. And so, and that is why Onigogo SAN was trying to point out on uh, Arise, the Arise News that look, there is a window. Something can be done. But then, there is no harm in trying. If you don't try, there is no harm. If you try, there is no harm. But then, that is how we grow the law. That is how the law will flourish. These novel situations are coming up. Of course, you try them. If you leave them like that unattended to, you know, it will therefore <coughs> means that, that the law will become stagnant. The most interesting aspect of law is that one of the cardinal principles of law is that law is certain, there's certainty and predictability. So when you leave all these kind of judgments here and there, confusion, and that is why some people have been saying, this court of appeal, sir, what is even the use of this court of appeal? Divisions all over. Mm. You know, some in Kaduna will be saying this, some in Lagos will be saying that, and that is robbing the law of that fundamental principle of predictability and certainty. And even the lawyer himself, we will find it very, very confusing to advise your clients whether he has a good case or he has a bad case. Because one good thing about law is if the principle is certain and a case comes to you as a lawyer, you say, ah, no, this is the principle, this is the law, let's go to court. But this time around that the Court of Appeal is saying this in Kaduna, in Lagos is saying that, and then a client comes to you in the Portacourt and say, look, lawyer, this is my case, so how do you go about it? As a lawyer, you'll be confused. Should I apply the judgment in Kaduna? Uh, that happened in Kaduna, or I, happy, I applied the judgment that happened in Abuja. Abuja. So I think it is high time that our judiciary began to look at issues. Uh, judges should remain impartial and apply the law as it is. So definitely in the case of Plato, something must be done. Something must be done. Unless <laughs> and until something is done, definitely the, the law will not be subsettled. The law will not be settled. Uh, well, I think, I have reactions. I think uh, Madaki <laughs> yeah. has really spoken. He has even taken us back to the classroom. Uh, <laughs> yes. But you see, um, Madaki is a counsel on a part of this whole uh, uh, issue. We are yes. discussing. Uh, take it or leave it. And uh, I'm a journalist here. Yeah? I, I, if I leave the other people too, it will look as if nobody is nobody speaking. Go ahead. Uh, the fact here is that um, Madaki has actually taken time to actually bring out the defense and the issues concerning the PDP. But um, if you go deep into the rulings and judgments which took place in the Court of Appeal, you also discover that there are three different petitions. Mm. Yes. Labor Party, PRP, and then uh, the APC. And uh, take it or leave it, the APC at that particular time had so many polling units which it is challenging. Okay. You also look at Labour Party. It's also challenging several polling units. If you put all of them together, you will discover that the entire district is covered. Talking about the run. You also go deep again. You you also find out that 
the arguments against each of the candidates are also different. Where they're talking about non-compliance to the PDP, they are talking about, you know, the other person not being qualified because he's not a candidate of a particular political party at a particular time. So the issues are just there. Thank God he has been expressing that of his own political party, which he re actually represented. But these other ones also had the arguments. And I feel the way the Court of Appeal handled it is for everybody man to go back and do a rerun. So that those polling units, the entire polling units they are talking about, let them go and do the rerun. All right, mm. so do you agree with him that the, court, the Federal High Court didn't well, been really on the state? Yes, yes, I understand that. But yeah. the federal, from what he said, uh, he started saying that the Federal High Court, you know, did not, you know, in any case, uh, you know, say the PDP will not contest. They only said, from what he said, no, uh, no, that, no. okay. The, the interpretation is not coming on the grounds of that uh, ruling judgment. Okay. It's a ruling stroke judgment. Okay. The grounds is coming on the ground. The application. You understand? He the told application. us here mm. that they don't want to be surprised. So they went with an application. That application is to get an order of mandamus. And the essence of the order of mandamus is to force INEC to place the name of their candidates on the ballot. Mm. So the question people are asking, if you, if you know that the judgment says all political parties, parties. Mm. and you are supposed to be part of that political parties, do you need another order of mandamus? So if you are going for an order of mandamus and you are applying to a federal high court, it shows that you are, you are not part of it. But I think from no, this uh, is where, right, this from is what where we saw from the Commissioner for Voters Education of INEC, yes. he said uh, he actually stated it that sacked or disqualified candidates, new or dis disqualified candidates. Yes. Now, in this case, there was no disqualified candidates. Don't worry. Yeah, what I'm trying to say here is that let's not interpret for INEC. He has okay. already said it. Yeah. Uh, like like what I was trying to. Uh, so what uh, I'm what I'm putting okay. across here is that you know the court, the confusion people had now, and which is trailing, is that if you know you are. A candidate. Yes. Why? And why? 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 The judgment does not affect, affect you. you. Yes. Mm. And like he rightly said, the return certificate is still with their candidate. Yes. Why go for, you know, a process of mandamus? But he has cleared it here by saying that look, they don't want to be surprised yeah. by INEC, right? Maybe they will just spring out a surprise a day or two. Now, right. this are the, that is why this confusion is on. And secondly, again, you I told you here that even when they went to the federal high court. They went by way of uh, motion expertise. Okay. It is the wind of this information that dragged the other parties to apply to be joined in that matter. Mm. So which means ordinarily they will have to be joined if they had not gone there. And it is their PO, that is their preliminary objection, which was ruled on. It is not the application. It was, that was it, there's no time for it. Mm. Uh, it is their PO that was ruled on. Mm. So we have to look at the argument. What were the arguments of these two political parties that got joined into the matter? That will not give you a face why the court ruled the way it ruled. Okay. I think uh, just like what he has said, beautifully uh, said, um, they raised an objection. And the question in the objection was, does the court have jurisdiction? That was what they, they raised. Does the federal high court have jurisdiction to 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 grant this application that is all and the uh, court no. said look yeah. i don't have the jurisdiction so now it leaves you with the fact that the judgment of the court of appeal stands stands that says all political parties shall 
participate. It's a question of money. So, yeah. yeah. so anything you see on the on, on the social media exactly. is be, is caused by this very so this last application and some of us had I said look this application is even unnecessary. Do you even need to go to court? There is no point. No. Nobody no point. has nobody has told you. So in any event, the ruling on the application has not done harm to the position of PDP, PDP. to be participating in the election. All right. Okay. It has not. All right. So for want of time, we'll be opening up our phone lines now and uh, well, just a reminder to everybody listening, whatever a caller says or the comments on our Facebook page are not properties of J101.9 FM. They are solely properties of the commentator or the caller. And uh, as we take your call, please, we urge you to be civil in whatever you're saying. And please, uh, we'll be dwelling you know, uh, mainly Strictly on this very on. Uh, on this very topic. And if you have any information for us, still you can share with us. Maybe outside this topic and information, please, not shifting away from this topic completely. So, I think let's get down to the phone lines. Right. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. It's Radio Mama. I do know calling from Rancho. Good morning, to your guest there. Good morning, Radio Mama. Mama. I share. I share the get a view of one of your guests there. I feel that uh, I next should just allow them. You know, all the parties without pronouncing, they let them just allow them to and work it out. Then if there's any uh, breach in it, then the court can decide, and they're taking sides. Because I'm really disappointed in what is happening now. Some of them, as far as I'm concerned, I think is here. Somebody, you know, one of them came on a, a radio program. And all the, all the questions they were asking him on the radio program, he evaded them. All he was, he was talking about was... Uh, that, uh, that he wants to make it that uh, PDP is not going to participate. That the civil What the hell? You know, it, it's just that Plato is a very peaceful state, you know? I must give it to them. It's really wrong. And they, but then after a while, the uncles, uh, uh, you know, realized what was happening and then cautioned him a bit. Well, that was all he was talking about for oh, oh, more than 20 minutes, you know? And then PDP. You know this idea of voter um, party. I appeal to PDP to let them go around. Let them not take things for granted. Let them go around and tell people that they are participating. They let them come out. You know, because even if they don't show, voter party, somebody will emerge. I don't know. Maybe you have a idea of who is there. I don't know whether in Nigeria whether they have a ratio percentage that will come out and to be valid or not. Some countries have it. Oh, Nigeria will say the person has won the election. Oh, so let's not give up Nigeria. All right, thank you so thank much. Thank you very Radio much, Mama. Radio Mama, for making your contributions. Hello. Okay, we seem to have lost the call. 0905566699 or 0812187777. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, okay. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning to you. Can you hear me? Right, I think we missed that one too. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Please tell us your name and your location. It's Alex from Dadingua. Right, Alex. It's so good to yes, hear from you. I want you. to comment on the issue of the rerun election coming on the third of uh, Not general election, the rerun. The rerun election. election. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, rerun, of course. All right. I, I think that's a problem in this country. Okay. In other world, when the Supreme Court make a judgment, I expect that the judgment should be binding in every other court. I think, I think, I think that's a big problem so much. Just like the lawyer who was trying to explain it, and if you, if you allow, if, you, if, you, if the case is before a court, 
and they just said parties should go back and participate in the election without excluding any political party. Then, by my own assumption, it is clear that all political parties should participate. But in this country, you see lawyers having their own opinions, high-level officials having their own opinion. It is very contradicting. I don't understand. Where is the position of the GDP in this coming Iran election? All right. All right. Thank you very much for we'll your question. That later. Yes. All right. Let's take more calls. Hello. Good. Good morning. Uh, Richard. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, this is Ajusa from Iti Junction. All right, Ajusa. Please let's have your take. My, my brother, I don't know why this is a flogging issues. Issue of this election, PDP, blah blah blah, this and that. Uh, what I'm just advising people. On Saturday, uh, let them go out there and vote for PDP massively because uh, the fear of PDP being a wisdom of those all those small small political parties. They are selling not PDP don't so don't have structure. Who who are father father of structure in Nigeria in, in political parties? Is it not PDP, uh, Mister uh, Richard? Right. Let me just give you one title this morning. <laughs> you understand? Whoever is telling anybody that PDP don't have structure, this and that, or whether they are not in the ballot, they are just afraid of PDP. So by the grace of God, on Saturday, we are going out there to vote our people. We need to continue the work that our dear governor is doing. God bless you this morning, my brother. Amen. Uh, Thank you. you Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yes, my name is Maxwell. From launch for telling Okay, please go ahead and make your contributions. Yes, uh, looking at the controversial uh, judgment, I think we are in a confusing state in the sense that uh, I want to ask what of if PDP did not participate in this election, what happened? Again, what of if PDP participated? And the won election. What happened? Because I am looking at it that if PDP participate election and won election, are you not looking at it that uh, other political parties or other candidates will take them to court? And what of if PDP did not participate? What also happened in that scenario? That is why I said we are in a confusing state. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you for. Uh, making your contributions this morning. I think I want to ask a question and then we'll respond and we'll maybe get some comments from our Facebook page. Uh, this is to you, Barista Mense. If by the time um, political parties come to inspect election materials and on the ballot paper, PDP is not on the ballot paper. What happens to INEC? What happens to Or INEC? what step will the PDP take? take. Well, um, there are so many steps that the political party can take. One is okay. Sorry, before you continue to also ask that question, if PDP is not going, to, is not, it's not found on the ballot paper, will the rerun elections hold? Well, well, I think it will cause a lot of confusion. That's the truth. I'm speaking like an electorate. At that point, INEC would have descended into the arena, and INEC would have lost its sense of neutrality. Mm. And you know, there will be agitations. People will not be happy. And that may lead to some chances of actually causing some confusion in the, in the, the senatorial district, which is not what we are praying for. 
we plateau state is a peaceful place and uh, we've been having um, pockets of skirmishes here and there so INEC should not aggravate this and secondly PDP can decide to take a, a legal action immediately because I know courts have actually developed attitudes of not restraining elections, stopping elections and all of that. Yeah. But then that would have been like a pre-election matter that can still journey to the Supreme Court. And so INEC would have been causing confusion if INEC proceeds with the election without any problem. INEC would have been causing more havoc to whoever that will emerge at the end of the day. Because... The exclusion of PDP on the ballot would have been termed unlawful exclusion, mm. which is a pre-election matter that can mm. join into the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. And at the end of the day, it will be a problem for whoever that will be declared. Mm. All right. And when the Supreme Court pronounces on it, all the benefits that the person must have collected while in office would have actually, he would have been asked to pay them back to the rightful owner. Yeah. And so, INEC should not even tow that path. If INEC is for peace, if INEC is for progress, if INEC is to actually make sure that our democracy flourishes, INEC must not throw that part. INEC should just go ahead, conduct this election, allow all political parties to participate as directed by the court. And remember, it is court-ordered participation. It is court-ordered rerun. And so if it is court-ordered, INEC is not in a position to pick and choose one who to and who to run and who and exactly which is not supposed to which is not supposed to be and INEC should not even pick and choose which of the portion of the order of the court that they should comply with and leave the order no let there be holistic and full compliance with that order if at the end of the day the participation of PDP is found to be wrong in court Mm. fine and good let the court pronounce it but if the court has not pronounced on it INEC has not Legally, INEC has no power to exclude any political party in okay. the court. All the parties that participated in the last election in that senatorial district must be allowed to participate. All right. Uh, let's see if time will allow us to take maybe one or two more calls and some comments from our Facebook page. Hello, Hello good, good morning. morning. Okay, you think that was a miss? Let's try this. Okay, that also actually was a loss. Let's get straight to the comments uh, on Facebook. I think Albert Akaya Daxa said, I feel more efforts should be on voters' turnouts in this election, not on who is going to be on the ballot or not. It might surprise us on that day that all, all political parties will appear on the ballots, but with no voters to vote. Good morning. Okay, and this comment here says, Good morning, JFM. I don't know why people will spread fake news just for their selfish interest. The Federal High Court said they lack jurisdiction to entertain the matter brought before it. There's nowhere in the judgment that stops PDP from contesting in the rerun elections on Saturday. In fact, the appeal court said the rerun elections will involve all political parties, just like um, Barista Mense has rightly said here in the studio this morning. All right, and Falkuka Factors Go On said participating or not of some parties is none of the business of any party supporters the INEC have the final see on who to be featured on the ballots everybody can interpret judgments wishing the lucky person well Okay, and this one from Izang Joshua. He says, good morning, JFM. The public should go and vote candidates of their choice. If your candidates are not on the ballot paper, vote any choice. But the issue of PDP on the plateau is too much. Are we focusing on PDP alone or 
we have a lot of quack lawyers that are causing serious confusions all the time. Let's also remember most of the lawyers are no longer neutral because they are also politicians. I think I beg to disagree with that opinion, <laughs> but let's just move away from that. Yeah. I like Babi Aka with his own comment saying, since all political parties will participate in the election, it should be a free and fair election. election. And, well, maybe one more comment. This one's from Agon Jong Monday. He says, we must come out in mass and elect our popular our popular candidates no voter apathy let's be peaceful all right uh, before we go just want to get your final words let me start with you prince valentine at say it's a good program at least uh, we've been able to uh, enlighten the people yes uh, barista because to the law schools <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I, my advice is this people should stay away from you know playing any role in this election that is coming all they owe is carry their voters' card, go and vote. Leave the struggle or whatever political brouhaha within political parties. They have their legal departments, they have lawyers, they have other people who will handle issues for them in case it arises. But for now, have a peaceful election. All right. Barrister uh, Mensah. INEC must play safe. INEC must not endanger our peace. INEC must comply with the order of the Court of Appeal that ordered all political parties to participate. That is the cardinal responsibility INEC has at this moment. And at the end of the day, I wish uh, the winners or whoever that's going to participate, best of luck. All right. Well, you, our listeners out there, have heard it all. Come out and vote. Let there be no voters' apathy so that if we're going to be holding the electoral body accountable for any mishap with the elections on Saturday, we know where to Hold them from. I think uh, the PDP on the other side have actually dropped, uh, you know, a statement denying, uh, you know, the false allegations, the speculations, the rumors, you know, going out. Well, but we we'll also wait for that time where, you know, the moment we'll be seeing the ballot papers, yeah, where we or get the sensitive, the insensitive materials have yes. been shown to political parties and before they have been distributed. Let's wait to see. But February third is unchanged, and these elections will not just hold uh, in Plateau State, but of course, I think twenty six states yeah, of the federation. Yes, and that's be the north central the northeast uh the south uh east region also will be having this very elections many thanks prince valentine adesi for being a part of the show i know each time i call you you always try to be here thank you so much i'm barista mensa maraki very good friends at the station who has never failed us whatever we'll call him also I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you very much for joining us on the show. This is the size of the Let's Talk package this morning on Morning J J101.9 FM. Do join us tomorrow for more interesting, exciting, and educating programs. I am Naomi Karim. And I'm Richard Badung. Say bye-bye. Bye. We are to radio what oxygen is to life. Read us in and come alive. I got no rules, I count them. Paul. Now, not that cough medicine you want by so. Why you no go go do the test where I say may you go do? Me 
Make us be two people talk to get COVID-19, Abi. I know they go. No be every cough be COVID-19, oh. COVID-19 own cough they different from other sickness like tuberculosis. Callistos, why you know they be sit down for one place, eh? <laughs> oh, God. Make you go check this your cough, oh. The last time where I get this kind of cough when no go. Now, madam, here tell me, say, make a go do test. Where all the cough syrup where they drink no grigo work. They can't do me free test. And you can't show, say, I get tuberculosis. The medicine when they give me, oh, now free. Now, see, I'm, I don't welcome it. Now, true callistos talk. Go check ammo. Make you day show. Because no, no go, no go, no. Check that cough for tuberculosis. If cough don't worry you past two weeks, if it be tuberculosis, so TB test and treatment now free. Call the National TB Hotline for 3340 to get better information of where you feel do the test. This message now from the Federal Ministry of Health with support from American people there. Be part of the moments to remember with AFCON 2023 on DSTV. Experience Africa's biggest football tournament with all 52 thrilling games live and in HD the way you like it. Enjoy expert commentary that will blow your mind. It's a gorgeous finish. Super, super, super goal. And the finest analysis to keep you in the game. Live your pride, passion and love for Africa's beautiful game from the 13th of Jan to the 11th of Feb on Supersport or anywhere on DSTV Stream. Suffer, suffer for work and joy for heaven. This thing they happen, happen to anyone. I come from nothing, and I'm many things. But this thing they happen, happen to anyone. I live the life that I love, I love the life that I live. Tomorrow's not promised, but I'll keep the things that I need. Love is in the air, where face must. I'll be rich till I die I'll be rich till I die
The news is beyond notable events. Weather. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.